very good wonderful how are you i am so, enjoying the sun yeah 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 i mean something is wrong with monsoon i mean nothing is wrong with the monsoon but something is wrong with our preconceived notion about monsoon that <laughs> will come at this particular time and do this particular thing at this yeah. particular event at this particular region so god has his own ways and nature will work the way it has to work we yes. can only do modeling this that but <laughs> eventually <laughs> the nature will take its own course and we're thankful to god for whatever is going on true so linguistic anthropology have you heard these two words combined together yes yes linguistic uh, anthropology uh, is uh, one domain about the origin of languages in human in the human domain uh, but there's yeah yeah so wikipedia says wikipedia says it is the interplanetary study of how language influences social life so it is not the origin and all that it's about what we are actually talking about what's yes. the link of language to how people live yeah So, you know, so when you when you actually study linguistics, no, yeah, uh, social linguistics is different from anthropological linguistics. Okay. So there is actually a branch which looks exclusively at language and society, which is different from anthropology and language. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing that uh, uh, Wikipedia is not going to be wrong. Yeah. It is. It is written by experts. No doubt about that. And it's it's peer reviewed. I mean, people keep yeah, checking absolutely, it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. yeah so uh, the good point about uh, what you just said is that languages in india are immense i mean the diversity is huge yeah so you know for any person who's studying this linguistic anthropology india is definitely a very good laboratory or a you know place to study and you know when yeah. i was looking at languages as such you know when i was looking at how people speak and how people talk I was thinking about our tradition as a vocal culture. Remember, you once told me that yes. before the written okay. word came in, yes, everything was vocal. Yes. So, what's the story about this vocalism and how suddenly this written thing came in and how did it change things? For example, how it changed things uh, is a very interesting question. So, I would actually like to start with that. whatever mm-hmm. you see today in the world in terms okay. of environmental destruction mm-hmm. in terms of uh, you know a uh, slow and steady crumbling of relationships mm-hmm. in fact this is what i would like to highlight the slow and steady crumbling of relationships mm-hmm. has resulted in environmental destruction whether it is relationship between brother and brother or children and parents or grandparents and grandchildren or human beings and nature there is no difference okay relationships are relationships mm-hmm. right now when there was shruti uh, so sorry by shruti i mean auditory and vocal transfer of knowledge mm-hmm. my sanskrit uh, teacher professor shukla at uh, jawaharlal nehru university sanskrit vibhag uh, used to tell me that in education in children the first thing that they would start with was dhvaniyatmak shabd dhvaniyatmak shabd are words that can only be heard hmm you may not be able to reproduce them can you think of any such words or any such sounds you only be heard ri ri rishi no 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 that 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 you can pronounce that's an that's a that's a uh, uh, it's a varn 
it's a uh, it's a consonant okay so you're talking about Actually, something not, which i sorry, cannot sorry. it's a it's a vowel it's not a consonant it's a vowel as per uh, devanagari mm-hmm. but i'm saying sounds that you hear but you can't reproduce so is it some ultrasonic sound which you know i no, can't you can hear ultrasonic you can't hear i can't hear I don't know, huh. man. This is a very tough question. <laughs> Actually, it's not. It's a very simple. <laughs> you hear the rain. You cannot reproduce that sound. Oh my God! This you is what hear... I'm supposed to answer. <laughs> yeah, you. It's very simple. You hear the birds cheeping. You cannot reproduce that sound. Yeah, my maybe... my. I know friends who can do it. I by the way. Exactly. I was just going to say that the maybe <laughs> one in a million people who yeah, can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> and they will not be able to reproduce the sound they will be able to mimic it mimic it yes there's a difference yes right you cannot speak the language of the birds like there is that village in turkey whose videos we have been showing for about 6 years 7 years now to students mm-hmm. where they have that whistling language mm-hmm. right oh, really? and yeah they have a whistling language and and they can communicate over very large distances using that whistling language and it sounds very very similar to birds and those people there were in the interviews in that video was saying that uh, sometimes the birds reply or sometimes okay. when we are really tuned in with nature like i'm i'm interpreting this they'll be able to actually communicate with the birds obviously it's going to be very few sparse moments in time mm-hmm. but, but usually they do it among themselves right they do it amongst themselves and each family has its own tonality in terms of the pitch of the whistle the style of whistling so one language one family doesn't get confused with the whistling of another family right right so all that was based on speaking and listening but you know so got a sorry to interrupt no, no, their village school teacher hmm. would be in such a mess every <laughs> <laughs> every family has a different language so she has yeah. to teach everybody a different thing yeah <laughs> but you see that that that's a good question but uh, what we need to understand is that the village school teacher will not be teaching this language Absolutely. because there is no book to teach this language <laughs> right that's okay that's the point by the way right that's the whole point <laughs> that's one that's wonderful so so as long as there was shruti and as long as there was shabad mm-hmm. there was a guru and a shishya right right or there was a granthi and there were the the shrota the people who was listening Hmm. right and in the speaking of the person who was imparting the knowledge or for example even in a madrasa for that matter hmm. or in a gurukul the guru would recite and the recitation had a very specific tonality hmm theek hai so i deviated a little bit like uh, professor shukla used to say ke pehle dhvaniyatmak shabd hote the uske baad varnatmak shabd aate the right so the children were told ke aap bahar jao go into nature hmm listen to all the birds and animals very carefully right try to reproduce their sounds mm-hmm. get their sounds be mm. able to tell which bird makes which sound mm. tune your ear to an extent where it is like a very very finely tuned instrument mm. and then once you have amassed that wisdom and knowledge and been able to kind of you know absorb that we will take you into varnatmak shabd which is vowels consonants and the kind of colors they paint in the mind okay right so that allowed a relationship to so exist. so 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 what you just saying is that their first lesson is not about a for apple b for bat yeah. and and creating pictures it's about hearing and listening and 
it's it's more about listening and then it's about creating pictures in the mind is that right you you just picked up a beautiful point so so one of the interesting things that happened uh, around in the late 2000s mm-hmm. actually i think 2005 we had something called the national curriculum framework ncf mm-hmm. okay and when modi ji was the uh, chief minister of gujarat mm-hmm. there were a few states in india gujarat was one tamil nadu was one rajasthan had started uh, on this journey and i think if i'm not mistaken andhra pradesh was one mm-hmm. no no it wasn't andhra pradesh it was karnataka i think mm-hmm. that had started on this journey of eliminating a for apple and b for ball oh and their local schools that is the government schools not the private schools the government schools mm-hmm. had started writing say for a for anda mm. b for you know something that they know which is around them right so p for phapda or papad right right it's so, f for phapda by the way <laughs> f for phapda. actually f to nahi hota na phapda hota hai to hamare bhashaon mein f hai hi nahi the pure f of the english language so phapda bolenge phapda so uh, so basically trying to introduce the children to symbols and imagery that surrounds them mm-hmm. ab tum bol do x for xylophone maine to x for xylophone padha tha aur maine apne jeevan ke 20 saal tak xylophone nahi dekha maine aaj tak nahi dekha aur mere 20 saal se bahut zyada ho chuke hain so it is it was this insanity that uh, uh, you know kind of completely toppled up and disconnected relationships at all levels it disconnected relationships from guru to shishya it hmm. disconnected relationships of nature and children it disconnected relationships of local objects to people who were living locally hmm. at all levels it disconnected relationships hmm. the biggest disconnection happened intergenerationally because the knowledge that i am acquiring today in school is very different from what my parents acquired in their school so i don't even have common ground तो जब मैं घर जाता हूँ और मॉम डैड को पूछता हूँ कि मॉम डैड आज मैंने ये पढ़ा या ये सीखा क्या आप मुझे ये क्लैरिफाई करा सकते हो कैन यू एक्चुअली एक्सप्लेन टू मी हाउ दिस कॉन्सेप्ट वर्क्स माय पेरेंट्स विल से सन और डॉटर यू नो वी लर्न दिस व्हेन वी वर मच ओल्डर सो आई थिंक यू शुड गो फॉर ट्यूशन उस दिन मेरे मन में धारणा बन जाती है दैट माई पेरेंट्स डोंट नो एज मच एज आई डू अच्छा and then you are ready for the world na then you are ready to get your own job buy your own car buy your own house and the steady pace of environmental destruction builds up builds up builds up builds up to where it is today that the monsoons have not come or they came for one day and disappeared hmm right so it takes time now everything that i'm talking about for the listeners who are listening they will need to comprehend the fact that these things happen over time hmm and a very interesting book for people who are interested in education and uh, you know how it has been dumbed down over time is a book called marva collins way marva collins was a legendary teacher in the us mm-hmm. and she came up with her own teaching methodology mm-hmm. which was not subject specific mm-hmm. it was holistic okay so in a single shot she could teach students physics and english and etymology of words and history okay wow and at the age of 6 or 7 students were familiar with concepts that people are only familiar with at 17 wow or 18 right okay. and she mentions that in the 1930s what happened in the us was that a set of books was launched specifically for the people who were 
mentally challenged right which had very big alphabets and very big objects next to it and it said a for apple b for ball hmm. these books were specifically targeted for people who were like i mentioned mentally challenged hmm. but some some smart person in the political scenario of the country said are yaar these books are so simple why don't we mainstream them hmm so where the learning capacity of a child is so large that hmm. if they are going to a madrasa or if they are going to a uh, let's say to learn the guru granth sahib and some kirtans by the age of 6 or 7 they are a repository of knowledge right at the same age in school they are being told a and d and b a l l ball no 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 it is not ball it is ball nahi but ball should be b o no 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 it's not b o it b a l l ball interesting stuff man. right so it's very fascinating when you see the history of education and we have no idea like how we are where we are today how did we come here who did what reform in which country that led to our future becoming a complete mess and yeah, our yeah, relationships yeah, getting into trouble that's too polarized to thought but yeah okay no it's not a thought i am just asking a question i haven't passed any judgment okay i am just asking that question who did what that had an impact here hmm. like we all know that there was the education reform committee of the 1830s and there was a there was a reform act that came in so we all know that but do we know where these a for apple b for ball books came hmm. right this all written in that book by the way right in marva collins waits it's really worth reading mm-hmm. and uh, i would recommend it to anybody who's interested in uh, in any format of uh, education learning so on and so forth right great great stuff man i mean for all the listeners you know this was absolutely amazing knowledge that gorung shared with us regarding you know how things come up and how they evolve and how they actually eventually reach us and we have no clue how all this happened and especially with respect to you know the gap that he told us about the gap that is there that exists with respect to uh relationships respect to a relationship with nature and how language is so intricately linked to it how our social behavior which is eventually linked to language is related to it so great stuff all the listeners please tune into our podcast which is available in apple podcast available in spotify available in google podcast and so many other platforms i request you all to tune in let your friends know so that you know everybody gets to know about this great wisdom of indian culture and knowledge Thank you so much. Thank you. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.